Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is in your life today. And here we are on a Monday night where everything is starting to calm down, and in a particular way, starting to go back to normal. Every now and then, when I look at the news, and I'm thinking to myself, God, how could more fucked up things can go on? And I thought to myself, eh, don't even worry about it. As long as I focus on me, as long as I focus on the things that I gotta do, focus on my family and my friends, then that's all there is to it. Speaking of friends, I'm really glad that a good friend of mine in the last episode, Chris Markle, was able to do this podcast with me. It was really, really fun to see him again. It was really great to see him again, and I hope you enjoyed the content that we provided. I understood it was an hour long. I'm not used to doing an hour, but it was pretty cool, and it flew by like that, you know? I just really wish that the audio was not so bad. I tried my best to clean it up just a tiny, tiny bit, but the next time that I'm going to do it with him or anybody else... I'm going to try to work on it a little bit more so that way it's enjoyable to you. So it's a learning lesson. That's all there is to it. This episode of the podcast, we are going to dive into a looking back episode. 15 years ago to this day, Batman Begins went on theaters. So that's what we're going to dive into today. We're going to do a looking back episode on one of my favorite movies of all time, Batman Begins. All that plus our supervillain quote of the day, some announcements to make. But first, like we always do about this time, let's do our shoutouts out of the way, shall we? Today, the shoutout goes to the Nerd Queens. Apparently, they released some news today that they're going to be hosting a virtual convention on Justice Con, a Justice League Comic Con virtual convention. On the day of July 25th to the 26th, several Justice League cast members will be featured, cast and crew members, even Zack Snyder will be there, as a way to celebrate the oncoming Justice League Snyder Cut for HBO Max for the next year. So this virtual convention is hosted by the Nerd Queens once again, July 25th and 26th, mark your calendars down. Come get you some. And if you want to learn more about the Nerd Queens, go onto their Twitter, their Instagram, and everything else that they have on social media. The Nerd Queens. N-E-R-D Queens. You know, like New York Queens. Ah, you know what I mean. <laughs> Shout out to them and all they do. Now that we got that out of the way, let's dive into our Looking Back episode of Batman Begins. And that starts right in a bit. Fifteen years. Fifteen years is how long it's been since we got the most, or one of the most, epic movies that Christopher Nolan has ever given us. Now, you need to understand, this was from 
a franchise that nearly died out completely ever since Joel Schumacher took over the IP for the Batman films. In 1989 and 1992, it was Batman and Batman Returns with Michael Keaton. Then Joel Schumacher came, took the rights, pretty much bought them and owned them, and was like, alright, let's make this a little bit more colorful. Let's make this a little bit more kid-friendly in a particular way. Then Batman Forever with Val Kilmer came out, and then Batman and Robin with George Clooney, probably the worst of the worst, the bunch of the bunch, and everything that was done. Now, with me being a kid, I didn't even think about it around that time because I was just so fascinated with Batman. I was enthralled. I was ecstatic. Every time when I saw something related to Batman, I would just cheer in awe and excitement. And then come to find out that I realized that my seven-year-old mind had really no idea what was going on. But at the same time, I wanted to be entertained. After the movie was done, he pretty much apologized and said, I was the director, and if anyone felt offended by the work that I created, I deeply apologize. I just wanted to make a very entertaining film. Granted, hindsight 2020, looking back on it now, it's very interesting because you know these directors, they just wanted to make something good. Or at least something fun for people to enjoy. But people shit on it left and right. Batman died in 1997. And then Christopher Nolan comes out of nowhere and resurrects the Batman. With Batman Begins. A much more dark, gritty, realistic point of view of the Dark Knight. Ain't that some shit? And what's fascinating about this particular movie is we've seen... Whether it's in media, comics, the animated films, Batman Mass of the Phantasm, or whichever the case may be, we've never really experienced any Batman figure where it actually explores the origins of Bruce Wayne. And I think that is what made this film a little bit more special than the other ones from the past. Because you see Michael Keaton's performance, you've seen Val Kilmer's performance, George Clooney or whoever it is, Adam West... You never really gave a shit about Bruce Wayne as much as you did in this film. And I think, in a particular way, that's what made it a very, very good masterpiece. You saw his origins. You saw why he felt vengeful about his parents' death. You saw him train with Rachel Ghoul, played by Liam Neeson. Perfect casting, by the way. You saw him develop from a regular guy to be vengeful and then train in the fucking Himalayas or the Ice Mountains or whatever, and then he comes back and he realizes, I'm just a man. I could be killed, I could be broken, I could be pretty much be dead on the ground. But if I become a symbol, a symbol that strike fear into the hearts of my enemies, I will never die. And that's what was the main concept of this entire film. You could be something more in the minds of your opponent, and you use that as fear... To strike in their very cold hearts and save a city that you love so much, that is what makes Batman Batman. That is the perfect incarnation of what the Dark Knight was supposed to be right in front of us in theaters. Christopher Nolan did a fantastic job with this movie. The actors were awesome. You got Christian Bale as Batman. First of all, 
I actually thought about this more in depth once I listened to the YouTuber Jeremy Johns. Shout out to him, by the way. Great YouTuber guy. And he said that Bruce Wayne, in a particular way, has three roles that he has to pull off in this film. The first is Bruce Wayne. Regular Bruce Wayne, the one that interacts with Alfred, he's being himself. The second one is Batman, where he unleashes his rage and his anger upon his, upon the criminals and the people that likes to pray at night and the people that always commit crimes or whichever. Where are the other trucks going? I, I, I don't know. I, I swear to God. Swear to me. And I'm like, wow. And he did that role the entire time. Even behind the scenes. He knew that his throat was hurting. But he didn't give a shit. He was committed to that role. Speaking of roles. The third part that he had to play. Was the playboy billionaire. The one that just wants money. Cars and women. That Bruce Wayne. The mask of Bruce Wayne. And it was depicted a little bit. During the animated series. But it was never in depth. To the point that it was shown like this. And that's what was truly fascinating. It really was. Because you got Bruce Wayne as himself. As a figure that you're like. Oh, oh, oh. That rich guy? Yeah, fuck that guy. And then he becomes the Batman. And it's like, wow. I'm witnessing perfection in this. But let's take a look at the other roles as well. You got Michael Caine as Alfred. I buried enough members of the Wayne family. That is a terrible Michael Caine impression. But you get the point. You got Morgan Freeman as Lucius Fox. You got Gary Oldman as Jim Gordon. First of all, he rocks that mustache. That authority cop figure. Oh man, he rocks the shit out of that mustache. You got Cillian Murphy as Jonathan Crane slash the Scarecrow. Where there was at one point that he actually made Batman a little bit vulnerable in the entire film. Everyone played the part beautifully. Everyone. The cinematography was gorgeous. The shots where the camera would pan in a 360 angle and they would have Batman literally standing on top of a building. And all you see is him and this white shot of this Gotham City. Oof. That's brilliant filmmaking right there. It really is. And looking back on this, one of my favorite scenes would have to be the very end. Where Rachel Ghoul is going up against Batman, and then they're in a runaway train and they have to stop it as best they can. And of course, Batman uses Rachel's own philosophy against him. You never learn to mind your surroundings. I won't kill you, but I don't have to save you. And then he fucking glides back, and I was like, oh my god, this is fucking awesome. Why are there not more films like this? But of course, Christopher Nolan made two other more movies like that. So they're better and better and they get better every time. And Christopher Nolan has the capabilities of actually making a great film. And I highly, highly advise watching a lot of his past films as well. I believe one of my other favorite ones would have to be Insomnia with Al Pacino and Robin Williams. Rest in peace to him. Memento. Dunkirk. Inception, oh, the list goes on and on and on. This guy knows what the fuck he is doing. But let's get back to the movie, shall we? One of the main things that I really, really enjoyed was the fact that for the first time in a while, you actually see Gotham in a particular way nearly destroying each other from the inside out. Because you remembered 
when Scarecrow released the fear toxin and would have everyone literally kill themselves out of fear or kill each other out of fear to be exact. The stakes are high as it is. So of course it's up to Batman to try to do whatever he can to save everyone. And there was definitely a lot of comedy in this movie too. Not bust your gut laughing comedy, but the type of comedy that you're like, okay, that's that's actually pretty funny. Case in point, when he finds Don Falcone and he says, I'm Batman, that line. And then he looks at a homeless guy where he traded coats a while ago and he goes, nice coat. And then he fucking zooms back up in the sky and I'm like, okay, that, that yeah, that's actually pretty funny. Or how he hangs upside down preying on people's fear and everyone is like literally shitting themselves. They're like, where are you? Here. Great moments. Really, really did. I would say another best line that I'm thinking of right off the top of my head would have to be, It's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. And in a way, that's another theme that goes into the, with this film because you're not defined by who you are. You're defined by what you do. You're defined by the choices you make and what it is that you're willing to do with those choices and how they help others. Here's the thing about Batman. Batman has always been the type of person to hate taking a life because he lives by a simple moral code. He will not kill. He will not become the force that took away his parents. He will not become the thing that he despises the most. It's why he barely uses any guns. With the exception of the grappling hook, he barely uses any guns. With the exceptions of the originals from the 1940s, but thank God they changed that because... Again, you'd be like the Punisher in a cowl. Overall, Batman Begins was the pinnacle that brought a franchise that died from the 90s to the early 2000s and it got resurrected by Christopher Nolan himself. As I said, the acting was brilliant, the directing was brilliant, cinematography, the score, Jesus Christ, I almost ended this without mentioning the score. Hans Zimmer score... I think about it every fucking time when I watch the Christopher Nolan movies. Every fucking time. The trilogy movies. Because when I'm driving and I put on my music and that fucking Hans Zimmer song plays. And unfortunately I can't play it on this podcast because I don't want to get sued for copyrights or whatever. But whenever I hear that song, that dun, run, run, dun, dun. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm about to speed. Oh, I'm about to speed in this motherfucker. Oh my god, it's so awesome. Goddamn. Batman Begins, one of the most greatest movies I've ever seen. It's awesome. And I can't speak highly enough of it. 15 years, it's still awesome to this day. I have the DVD, the Blu-ray in my room right now because of course I do. Batman Begins does not disappoint whatsoever. That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. If you like what you heard, continue to follow, continue to subscribe, continue to share to everyone you know. Let's continue to make this podcast great. Eh, see what I did there? Ah, you saw, you saw what I did. Let's continue to keep on rolling, to keep on trucking. Before we end this off, I want to give a few announcements. Very soon, I would say... Around next week or so, we will be on video. The podcast will be on video. It will all be on YouTube. I'm actually starting from the first episode all the way to right now, currently number 30. It will all be in video. And when I say video, I mean it'll be like regular 
listening to on YouTube, but it's not until after where you'll actually see my face and you can actually interact if you want. You can write some comments down because I feel like it's time now to broaden more to the world, to broaden more to everybody else. And whoever wants to see it and whoever wants to subscribe or whichever, you're more than willing to do it. If you want more interaction, if you don't want to use Twitter or Instagram, this is the best way to hit me up. It's the best way to watch my content and it's the best way for us to connect in many, many ways. So that's one announcement. Another announcement, as I've said before, once we reach 50 subscribers, I will choose three lucky people where I can give away free art to exclusive Comic-Con art, whether it's a book, poster, pictures, metal prints, whichever, doesn't matter. I'm going to send it out, maybe mini comic books, something fun, something to decorate your wall, your man cave, or whatever. I will choose three lucky winners. How you're going to get a hold of me, how am I going to choose, just hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. OTC Volume 2. No, you don't have to pay me anything. No, I don't want your money. I am not having a sponsor yet. I don't have a sponsor, so you don't have to pay shit. Just hit me up, message me, Tell me a personal story that you have about superheroes. Say something funny. Say something clever. Say something awesome. However you want to connect with me, that's how I'm going to choose. Now, before we end this off, let's go to our supervillain quote of the day. And this one is from the Batman Who Laughs. That's right. The Dark Knight Metal series. One of my favorite series to read. If you have not read it, I highly, highly recommend it. Basically, they are evil Batman. How cool can that be? When I was Bruce Wayne, I thought with enough preparation, I would always win. But I was wrong. I was trapped in an unwinnable war, refusing to see the obvious answers right in front of me. The answers that are so clear to me now with victory right around the corner. To win, you need to adapt. And to adapt, you need to be able to laugh away all the restraints. Everything holding you back. You see... A Batman who laughs is a Batman who always wins. My reaction to that is a Batman who laughs has to be the most terrifying motherfucker ever in the history of comic book periods. Because not only do you have a Batman that is methodical and smart as fuck, but is also a psychopath like the Joker. So if you were to come across someone like that, good luck getting away alive. I'm just saying. Tune in Wednesday night where we will talk more about comic book stuff and comic book things going on in the world. Whatever news comes up, I'm going to talk about it. You're going to hear about it. As of right now, I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.